Welcome back to another episode of My Mess is My Message. My name's Allie, and I'm very excited to be with you all today. Today on the podcast, I have Ashley and Amanda Rosenberg, who are not only sisters, but also business partners. Ashley and Amanda are the founders of the Build and Burn Workout Program and the creators of the Instagram Rosie Times 2. Since they were young, the girls always had a passion for fitness, but it was not until they both started working at the same company post-college that they actually started working out together. During today's episode, Ashley and Amanda talk more about what led them to pursue their current careers. They also give incredible advice to those beginning their fitness journey and answer all of my questions on how to live a healthy lifestyle. It's a great episode and I cannot wait for you all to listen, so let's just get into it. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. How are you guys doing today? Hi, Allie. We're good. How are you? Good. Well, I'm really excited for you both to be on. I've been following your content for a while now, so it's really fun to talk with you both live. Um, just for our audience, if you want to start by introducing who both of you are and what you guys do. Awesome. So I'm Amanda. I am the younger sister of Rosie Times 2. Um, Rosie Times 2 is our platform where we share health and wellness, workouts, and so on. And we're in sunny Sarasota, Florida. No kids for me, but I have my boyfriend and I have a black dog who you may be able to hear throughout this. And then I'm Ashley, I'm the older sister. Amanda loves to call herself the younger sister. Um, so I'm a new mom and we're both just kind of fitness enthusiasts who grew up with really healthy parents and a healthy lifestyle and now get to share that with all of our Instagram followers and TikTok followers and everyone who decides to tune in. Yeah, well, I love that. So if you want to just give a little bit more explanation of why you guys started the account and started creating your own workout program. Yeah. So back in, I think it was like 2017, we were working at the same corporate uh, commercial real estate company and we were always like packing our healthy lunches and going and doing workouts during lunch. And all of our coworkers started asking us like, can you guys share some of these workouts? Can you share some of these meals? Because they were all struggling to live a healthy lifestyle in a corporate environment. So we started our page. I actually kept it hidden from all of my friends for the first like gosh, like four months probably because I was embarrassed about it or just nervous, I guess, how they would react to me, you know, wanting to try and be a social media personality, I guess. Um, but it kind of just started to grow from there. And now it's um, pretty much our full-time jobs. That's so cool. And so how did you both, have you guys always been into fitness your whole life or what kind of sparked that interest? Yeah. So we, our mom is actually a professional tennis player or was, so we basically had no choice but to play intense level of tennis our whole life. Literally. And our dad was always a basketball coach. So we grew up in sports. So we were always surrounded by it. And doing something in fitness was always like our dream job. But I think like we had talked about getting like a degree in exercise and our parents were like, what are you going to do with that? Like, blah, blah. So we were, were forced to go more the business route and somehow brought it full circle and back in the fitness game. Yeah. And I will say too, growing up, I mean, our parents were very healthy and fitness minded and health minded, but I do think that they had, and I think it's just a general generational difference also is their mindset around fitness wasn't and health wasn't exactly like a balanced lifestyle. I think it was much more extremes. And I do think both of us probably had like a little bit of those extreme mindsets throughout high school and college, whether it came to restricting foods or over-exercising. And it wasn't until, honestly, we started this page maybe a couple of years prior mm -hmm. that we really started to learn what a balanced, healthy, sustainable lifestyle would be. And that's kind of what our entire page and personality is about now is teaching people how to live an actual sustainable, healthy lifestyle that you're not going to give up after a month because you get burnt out. Definitely. I mean, that's why I love your guys' content because I feel like the more you know, the better you understand and have like mm -hmm. a better 
sustainable lifestyle, like you mentioned. And so cool you guys play tennis. I also grew up playing tennis and played all through high school. Oh, nice. Yeah, I played in college um, for a Division II school, and Amanda played um, kind of club tennis at her college. So we don't really play that much anymore. Honestly, I feel like the high-impact sports hurt my body a lot now. I'm like Yeah, we have, we have permanent injuries for sure, like yes, from tennis and whatnot. Now pickleball is more, more yes. Pickleball is like such the trend right now. It's the new tennis. And if sure. you grew up playing tennis, then you have such an advantage. It's not even funny. <laughs> it's true. Totally. Yeah. But I have realized you just like cannot top spin the ball when you're playing. You have to mm-hmm. hit it flat. And I'm trying to learn that because I'm like a new pickleball player. Yeah. It's, it's basically just like a giant ping pong court is what I've noticed. Like, yeah, you mm-hmm. can't, you cannot bring your tennis form into pickleball. It just doesn't work. <laughs> Totally. So how did you guys always like know what type of workouts to do or has like your workout routine evolved over the years? Good so back in the day, I'll kind of start with mine is, you know, playing sports my whole life. And then that suddenly stops when I go to college. I did a little bit of club tennis, but you're kind of just like thrown into, okay, what the heck do you do for activity? Like, let me go on the Stairmaster for 30 minutes and then pick up some dumbbells for five minutes. Um, so then I think the summer after my freshman year, I did the Kayla Itzins program, which I feel like everybody has done, right? Yeah. The BBG. <laughs> BBG. And that's like in like body weight hit, like all I did all summer. And you can't really put on too much muscle doing that. Then I went on to do the Kelsey Wells only strength program. And then I didn't like the way I looked because I put on too much muscle and wasn't doing much cardio. So then that's kind of when I realized I loved a combo of strength and hit. And that's where, that's what we do now. Yeah. I kind of had the same, pretty same yeah, trajectory. Mine was just tennis in the beginning, which was a ton of cardio and then into strength. And then I did Orange Theory for a while. I kept injuring myself with all of these high impact workouts. And we really just fell in love with the workout split that we follow now, which is two strength workouts and two hit workouts every week. It helps you build muscle, burn fat, and really is just like an ideal combination for working out for longevity, which is always our goal. Mm-hmm. I can relate to like also just like stopping sports immediately and also mm-hmm. having to try to figure out like how to work out again because I also all through high school played sports and I played club lacrosse in college and I like it, you know it's not the same as like if you're like a D1 D2 D3 athlete being in a club sport and having to figure out how to work out again it was very difficult because initially I was like okay I'll start running because that's the only thing I know I can't mess up um, and eventually like I started like the more I consumed different content like getting a better understanding of how to have a more sustainable routine. Yeah. I feel like it's really just about gaining the knowledge of what works for your body and also just what you enjoy. So what Amanda enjoys would be different than what I enjoy. And obviously we enjoy most of the same things, but everybody, you know, likes different types of workouts. Some people like Pilates and cardio, and we would never tell somebody that they have to do our workout split. It's just, if you want to build muscle and stay lean, it really is a good, a good split, but we want people to figure out what they like, because that's what you're going to stick to in the long run is figuring out you know, what you actually enjoy doing on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. Definitely. And what are your guys' goals surrounding working out? Is it, and has it evolved over the years? Has it always been the same reason? Definitely. I would say back in the day, like in high school and college, I wanted to be skinny. Like I really just, I didn't necessarily weigh myself, but I wanted to look just thin. I wanted to have that six pack look and I just wanted to do, I mean, tennis was a lot of cardio. When you're going into like sororities and college stuff, it's so sad. You hear like 
oh, they're going to like circle your fat on you. I remember hearing yes. that before going to college. And I'm like, oh my God, I better be like so skinny. Like, right. And that's so sad. Like it's such a sad mindset. And I feel like now those, I mean, I, I would never use the word skinny to describe my goals now. I want to be toned. I want to be strong. I want to look like a hot mom. That is my biggest goal. Um, but a lot of it's also internal too. I want to feel good. I want to feel strong. I want my body to work for the long term so I can chase around my kids until I'm 90 years old. Mm-hmm. I guess and I- now we know the importance of having muscle because you burn more calories if you have more muscle on your body and you lose muscle so easy as you age. So we definitely make that a big priority. Yeah, putting on muscle is probably the number one priority. Mm-hmm. Or just maintaining muscle. I'm not trying to look like, you know, yeah, bo- I'm not exactly. entering a bodybuilding competition, but I do want to have muscle. It's hard to like really put on muscle. So yeah, I'd say we're focused on maintaining muscle. Yes. <laughs> and is to maintain muscle just like con- consistently doing your workouts in ev- like every week? Yeah, yeah, typically to put on muscle and to kind of maintain, you have you to be, be eating in, more. You, know, you have to be eating more, and you also have to be working out in progressive overload. So mm-hmm. we just launched an app called Build and Burn, and um, like the workout split is that two strength and two hit workouts per week. But we also work in six week blocks. Um, so you start off on kind of a little bit of an easier progression, and then you increase your progressive overload. So you're increasing either your reps or your intensity over those six weeks. And then we have two weeks of kind of a maintenance and mobility section, and then we get started in another six week challenge. So you do constantly want to be working in progressive overload. That's going to be overloading your muscles in order to make them grow, putting stress on them increases your muscle mass. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what we do. Okay, cool. Um, and then also, so if someone first comes to you looking for recommendations of how to get into exercise as an order to begin, do you have any advice for those people? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, either starting with, and we do have like a, a, um, beginner program. That's awesome. But also if you're a total beginner, it might be good to work with some personal trainers in person or sign up for classes is a little hard because you'll just get like thrown in there and yeah, and I think, about. I think classes can be hard too because you're – like if I just went into a Pilates class and it was like a class with 30 people, I bet you my form would be horrible. And I always used to see that with people that just joined Orange Theory classes that were not mm-hmm. in great shape and trying to just – throw themselves into a class like that, you're not going to have good form. So I do think hiring a personal trainer, at least just for a couple, you know, sessions. The basics. Yeah. yeah, to learn the basics because form really is everything. No, that's such a good point. I feel like I've done a few like bar classes before and I've never mm-hmm. like, it's, there's such little tiny movements. So I go there and I feel like I don't even know if I'm doing it correctly. Right. So I think I totally agree with that advice to get like a personal trainer or someone to kind of guide you through to yeah, understand how to do each friend movement. that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Or just film yourself and, and watch it back and compare it to videos you see online. But yeah, you just want to make sure you have the form down before you go into increasing your weights at all. Definitely. And I know you guys talk about having like making sure you like the workout routine that you have is sustainable. Can you just talk about the importance of that? Yeah, I think a lot of people start different workout routines. Like there's one called 75 hard, which is like two workouts a day and all these like crazy extremes. And they see great results. You know, you'll see people lose like 20 pounds in a month and a half. But then as soon as they stop doing those two workouts a day, they go back to their old eating habits. They're just going to gain that weight back. So in the long run, working out for 30 minutes, four times a week, and just having like a healthy overall lifestyle is going to be so much more sustainable than doing anything that's extreme. So our motto has always been, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. And we, I think, eat breathe and sleep that motto because it just is, it rings so true for everyone. 
Mm -hmm. I completely agree. And so to touch back on your program, the Build in the Bird program, can you just tell the audience a little bit more about like what it is and what different um, movements and different workouts are involved in the program? Yeah. So the program is four workouts a week and they're all at home, 30 minutes each, two strength, two hit. And then we focus on hitting every muscle group within those workouts. So Monday, the focus will be Monday, the focus is legs. Tuesday, the focus will be back biceps core. Wednesday, back to legs. And then let's say Friday, you're back to upper body. You're doing chest, triceps, shoulders. So we focus on hitting all the muscle groups while also keeping it fun, getting our cardio, our strength. And then we also have a full video library of like supplemental workouts. Um, So in addition to the four that we give in PDF format, we also do one of those live every week. And then we have the video library. Yeah, we've actually, I mean, before we put out this app, we've never seen anybody do the combination of like the written workouts with the video library. And I think it's just fun because it keeps things entertaining and keeps you, you know, being able to follow along with a live video opposed to just having to do all of the workouts on your own. So I think it just adds a little extra layer of motivation um, and keeps everything fun. So we've had really good feedback. We launched about two weeks ago um, and the feedback has been awesome. We have hundreds and hundreds of women now that are joining us and just hope to keep growing it. Oh, that is so awesome. I think like the video is so helpful for like someone who just to reference back and forth to make sure, like you said, you're doing the movements correctly. Also, I, I like, what is the importance of making sure that you're hitting all the different muscle groups, like every single day of the week versus not just doing like glutes or just doing like core, like what's the importance of doing them all? The reason you want to hit each muscle group throughout the week and don't want to do just full body days every day is because you want to fatigue those muscles. And if you did full body, you did your legs and your arms on Monday, then the next day, your arms are already like sorely fatigued. So you want to get full muscle fatigueness out of each workout. Yeah. And I think that's the issue with a lot of people just doing these like random workout classes all the time. Like if you're going to do Orange Theory, you know, four days a week, you're most likely going to be hitting all of your muscle groups all four days of the week. You're not going to get that same muscle fatigue, that recovery, and then that might muscle hypertrophy, which is your, uh, the growing of the muscles. So you just miss out on a lot of that if you're trying to hit every single muscle group every single day. Yeah. And where the growth actually happens in the muscle is during that rest. So that's why you need some kind of rest and don't want to be hitting, like Ashley said, four days a week, the same muscles. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And where do you guys get your inspiration for all your workouts? Ooh, honestly, over the years, I think we, we, we kind of have our own, we have definitely our own style. style, I would say we do a lot of like AMRAPs, which is like getting in a number of exercises in as many rounds as possible in a set amount of time. We do EMOM style workouts. We love ladders. We honestly try to mix it up for every workout. So we custom write all of our workouts. Um, so none of them look the same, but you know, we, we do go to an occasional in-person workout class and we'll get inspiration from there, but really it's just been been over time of working out. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. What is your guys' favorite workout to do? I actually, you go first. I was going to say strength. I love doing leg day. Is I was going to say my, my upper body strength is my favorite right now because I'm focusing on. Yeah, my she's trying to get muscles as big as mine. But. Yeah, I am. It's true. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, are there any fitness myths that like bother you guys or like you would like you can think of that you'd call out? 
Yeah, I think for me as a mom, when I would post my pregnancy workout videos on Instagram or TikTok, I would get comments mostly from men, of course, that would be like, you shouldn't lift heavy weights when you're pregnant. And I actually just went through a prenatal fitness certification. So now I'm a certified um, instructor to be able to give coaching and self workout plans, create workout plans for pregnant people. Um, and it's the complete opposite. Like you should be working out when you're pregnant. It's amazing for the mom. It's amazing for pregnancy, birth and recovery. And then obviously just chasing around and constantly lifting up a 25 pound baby. Like there's so many reasons why working out while you're pregnant is good for you. And I feel like it's just such a misconception. Yeah. At least just moving your day. I mean, have issues, pains that they aren't able to work out, but just moving your body is just, it's so, so good for you. Um, but I just feel like we weren't taught that necessarily. Everyone always used to say you can't get your heart rate up over a certain amount when you're pregnant and all of these, um, just untrue, you know, statements, myths that I think we're trying to constantly debunk. Definitely. Um, well, how important is it to train your core? Yeah. So we don't do a ton of like only core focused workouts. I think one of the biggest things, and this is something I've learned both in my um, prenatal certification and just throughout the years is really learning how to accurately engage your core instead of just doing superficial like ab workouts, um, like crunches, you need to really learn how to first is um, something called 360 degree breathing, which is activating your entire rib cage when you breathe rather than breathing shallow into your chest. And the second part of that is activating your pelvic floor. So I think it's much less about like doing specific core workouts and more about doing them with proper form. And even in like things like a squat, you can be engaging your core and working your core without doing just a core movement. Mm -hmm. That's super interesting. And I like know what you're saying when you're like doing the workouts, like with weights or anything, like you're fully engaging the core. I feel like without even trying to, what is like some things that you both wish you knew when you first started your fitness journey and like the strength training journey? Yeah. So I literally just did a post on this this week (laughs) and my top three things were lifting weights are not going to make you bulky as much as it may seem. It is, it is hard to put on muscle. So don't worry about that. And then number two was never work out like by someone's plan in the hopes of looking like them because we're all built different. And I saw a quote, my girl, Olivia Victoria said, what was it? She's like, you nobody else is you and that's your greatest strength and I like that and then number three is don't cut out food like especially I mean especially food that you love like dessert don't cut it out you can make like a healthier version but if you just cut something out completely just going to give you a bad relationship with it yeah and I feel like restricting always leads to overeating Uh anyways so that's a good one definitely I really like all those the first one my brothers used to tell me that all the time they'd be like Allie you should start lifting weights and I was like yeah but I don't want to get bulky and they're like Allie it is hard for you to get bulky I don't think you could ever do that so that you have to truly be eating in excess to get bulky and females just we have so much less testosterone than men. So it's a lot harder for us Mm -hmm. to put on muscle. It's easier for us to gain fat. Um, But as far as just putting on muscle and getting bulky, I have so many friends that would always think that lifting weights is going to get them looking muscular or manly. And it's like, that's just not the case. Your muscles lean out when you put on muscle. And like Amanda said, you burn more calories, the more muscle you have on your body. Um, So it's just, that's another myth we are constantly trying to debunk for Mm -hmm. females. 
How important is nutrition in reaching your fitness goals? I would say it's probably about 50-50 fitness and nutrition. Um, I I think fitness can only take you so far if you're eating poorly. Um, So one of the things we really like to focus on is getting in enough protein. Um, And that's going to look different for everybody. I think the general recommendation is to get in one gram of protein per day per body weight. So if you weigh 120 pounds, aim for about 120 grams of protein per day. Um, And it's really not that complicated. I tracked protein when I was postpartum for a couple of months, and it was just a really good way to focus on hitting that protein goal. And I found amazing results once I was able to do that. Um, they're, They're both, I would say, equally important, but I do think you can't have one without the other. So even if you're eating well, you're not going to put on muscle without lifting weights. And even if you're lifting weights and doing cardio, you're probably not going to have the results that you want if you're not putting the effort in, you know, in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And speaking about like protein, what are some ways that people can easily like add it into their diet? Foods that I love are cottage cheese, chomsticks. I pretty much have a protein bar every single day. Uh, Some of my favorites there are like Aloha or Raw Rev, both vegan, super good. And yeah, so I think focusing your snacks on proteins rather than carbs, it's really easy to grab like just a banana or something, but adding some almond butter to that, giving it some fat and protein is always going to be a good tip. Yeah. Yeah. And then I like to focus on just getting enough protein at all of my meals too. Like, of course I'm saying Mm -hmm. this. And right before this, I had like two slices of pizza from last night and a salad with no protein. And I can already tell that I'm hungry because protein is definitely the most satiating macronutrient that you can eat. It's going to keep you fuller longer. It's going to help balance your blood sugar. And it's just something that's important to get in at every meal because it is going to do those things and help curb some of those cravings as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, And I love those chopsticks. I recently discovered like beef jerky and those things from Trader Joe's and it's so good. And it, like you said, it has so much protein and it's so easy. Yeah, there's like 10 grams of protein each. They have zero grams of sugar. The macros on them are just awesome and they taste good. And chomps in particular, they're Mm -hmm. like grass fed. So that's another thing um, we didn't mention, but like focusing on high quality protein is another really big thing. So I always buy, you know, it's within my budget. I understand not everyone's able to do that, but where possible buying grass fed beef, um, pasture raised chicken and eggs. It's just that high quality. You're going to taste a difference and it's also just going to be better for you and better for the environment as well. Definitely. That's really good to know. And so when you're building a plate, what are some things that you're thinking about to ensure that you're eating enough and also meeting those goals that you have? Yeah. So I think I kind of focus my meals all around the protein. So I'm like, okay, Monday I'm having salmon, Tuesday I'm having burgers. And then I kind of build it out from there. I think that's, I think that's a good way to build your plate. Yeah. I think that's a really good way. Yeah. Someone told me once, just make sure you're always having like a protein, a fat and a carb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make sure you're building a good plate. And also what are some like of your favorites, like weekly meals that you guys might have? Oh, I love this. So I, my husband and I have a shared note that actually Amanda is on as well, but we write out all of our meals for the week. And we started doing this probably three months ago after we were finding that by the end of the week, we had just like a ton of ingredients in the fridge that we weren't using because we would buy a bunch of healthy veggies and fruits at the grocery store. But if they didn't have like a specific place in our weekly meals. They just wouldn't get eaten by the end of the week. So we plan out all of our meals um, Monday through Friday. We typically eat out, you know, one or two times on the weekend, but we literally write out our meals, write out the recipe, and then go to the grocery store with a specific plan. And that has helped us save so much money because we don't waste 
any food at all. Um, so some of my favorites on that list, and we share these on our Instagram all the time, are cauliflower gnocchis from Trader Joe's. We, that's just like an easy frozen meal that you can whip up, put some vegan pesto on. Week. Yeah, I had that this week as well. And then throw in some just like plain salt and pepper grilled chicken. It's so good. Um, we like to make a lot of bowls. So we'll make like a taco bowl. Obviously, you can have a taco shell if you want it. But I'd love to just throw things in a bowl. So having like a taco bowl with some veggies, avocado, some ground beef, um, that's, that's a really good way to, you know, keep some variety in your meals and still um, incorporate that protein. Um, so yeah, I think. Rock your else? body, lemon chicken soup. Oh, really I love good. her account. I am like subscribed to her emails with all the recipes. Yes, so that's really good. And soup's always a good one to make because you can have it for lunch the next day, bring it to work if you going to an office yeah we both we both honestly love to cook it's like my me time every time my every night when my husband gets home I hand him the baby and I go into the kitchen and try and cook us a nice big dinner and it's just kind of my my me time but Mm -hmm. I love it oh that's really nice and I think going with a plan to the grocery store is such a good idea I feel like I'm always like at the store and I buy all these things and they don't get eaten so it's like a waste yeah I'm telling you, I have had so many people reach out and be like, thank you for this, like the simplest idea. And it takes like 20 minutes to organize everything. I go through Pinterest. I go through, we have a recipes highlight on our Instagram page and I'll just like, you know, run through that really quick, pick out like four meals. They're all simple. I'm not like sitting there, you know, cooking up these like hour long. Greek chicken meatballs you sent me the other day. Yes. Greek chicken meatballs. Yeah. Those are like, we have we have a That's probably the number one thing I use on our Instagram is like our recipes highlight yeah. like every day. <laughs> we try and keep them. None of these are our recipes that we're making up. We're kind of just compiling recipes from, you know, what we find on the internet and, and putting them in kind of like an easy to read format for people so they can pick some recipes and, and get to cooking. Oh, that's awesome. And how often do you guys use protein powder? And do you like, if so, what brands are your favorites? You use it like every day. I use it every day. Yeah. <laughs> But, oh my gosh, I've gone through so many brands. Literally. We may have tried them all. <laughs> no, there's so many there's more so I want to try. But right now, Ashley got me on to grass-fed beef protein yes, powder. Yes, so I know. And everyone always asks if That's it what I was about to ask. Like- <laughs> It's not, it's similar to collagen. So it's actually an isolate made from grass fed beef. Um, Not to be kind of gross, but it's made from essentially like the bones and things, um, you know, ground up from cows. Um, So no, it doesn't taste like beef at all. There's like flavored ones. We've got one that's like chocolate flavored, vanilla flavored. And it's only three ingredients, which I feel like one thing we look for in protein powder is ingredients, especially if you're going to have it every day, just making sure there's not, it's not packed with like gums and fillers because you don't want that every day. So yeah, that, that brand is Be Well by Kelly. Mm-hmm. And Power Pro. That's another one that I mm-hmm. love. That's grass-fed beef. And then you like, the, I, I can't really, so I had SIBO, um, which is a intestinal bacteria over, overgrowth essentially. Um, and I just was able to treat that in the last couple of months now. So I have a hard time digesting a lot of like the vegan, vegan protein powders, the, the whey proteins, the pea protein. So I really only eat um, the grass-fed beef isolate protein that's my favorite it's definitely my favorite it's all I've had for the last like two months yeah it's just really easy to digest yeah I'll definitely have to try that one I've never heard of that and when you are using are you just putting in smoothies are there other ways that you're incorporating it into your diet yeah so this one I I actually put it in I made some chocolate and ice cream last night with bananas frozen bananas and I did scoop it in there so um but it's basically a smoothie so since it's like yeah just fruit protein powder but 
um, pretty much smoothies. This one I did try to put in oatmeal and it did not go well. So you have to be a little careful about which ones you use for what because the consistency of this one's kind of like collagen. So it's like sticky. Sticky, yeah. Um, I love I love new zest in my oatmeal mm-hmm. protein powder. Just yeah. another one. And then I've actually put protein powder in my coffee oh, recently. That didn't go well. I okay, it tasted delicious. <laughs> it was a little comfy, okay. So I gotta work on the it presentation of bad. it. I know it did. But it you actually drink t- that? Oh, it tasted delicious. <laughs> oh. Well, you got a lot of protein with your coffee, which is great. <laughs> um, and then also just like speaking of collagen, what is collagen and like what is the importance of um, consuming it? Yeah, collagen is kind of – we have a really good friend of Amanda's who is a dietitian, and we were just talking to her about this. And I think the jury is kind of still out on collagen. It is missing one of the essential amino acids that makes up a complete protein. Um, I still take it pretty much every day. I notice a difference in my skin elasticity, in the health of my hair, and my nails. So it does have a lot of properties that can aid in that. Um, But as far as the actual protein impact on your body – the jury is kind of still out on that because it's not a complete protein. So I still love it though. I still promote it all the time. I think it's a great thing to add and definitely can't hurt, but from a protein perspective, since it's not complete, it may not be giving you all of the benefits that a, you know, a protein powder will give you that is a complete protein essentially. Okay. That's super helpful to know. And besides nutrition and fitness, what other things do you recommend people really make sure that they're doing um, to live a healthy lifestyle? Yeah, so I think the number one thing is sleep. Like, if we don't get our eight hours sleep. Yeah, we're dramatic. (laughs) We are not okay. But seriously, I would say sleep and stress are the number, the top two things I would focus on. And then just minimizing stress, the stressors in your life, whether that's people or things, your job or things, just trying to minimize them. Yeah, easier said than done, especially after being a new mom right now. I'm like, it's... I feel like I'm constantly in fight or flight mode because if I'm not taking after my child, if he's like taking a nap or something, I'm rushing off to go do something around the house or get some work done. So I don't really, it's a goal of mine to sit on the couch more this year and just like do nothing, like watch a TV show or, you know, just relax. Mm -hmm. So, and then the other thing I will add to that, I think another really good thing that I've been focusing on lately is called NEAT. So that's non-exercise activity thermogenesis, very complicated way to just increase basically what it means is increasing your um, non-activity exercise so just like an example would be parking your car at the grocery store far away so you have to walk further to get into the grocery um, chasing your child around rather than just like sitting on the side on your phone so just trying to basically add more steps and movement into your day without having it be formal exercise Um, but there's just like a lot of little things you can do to do that so it's like getting a walking treadmill under your stand Standing desk. Um, I know those are all the rage. That one does sound like (laughs) exercise. Even just standing, though, um, you know, standing opposed to sitting, it's just getting rid of that. Those like sedentary moments in your day um, is just another really good thing to to focus on, and it doesn't have to be anything complicated. It's just small, small, simple changes that you can make. Mm -hmm. No, I think especially for those like working virtually, like you don't you miss like walking around in an office or things like that. So. That's a good point. And also sleep. I've noticed like when I don't get enough sleep or I'm tired, I just like don't make good decisions. Like I just cannot think clearly or like around like food or just like literally anything. So I think sleep is so important as well. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it really, I mean, it's everything. It regulates your circadian rhythm. It supports your brain function and mental health. I mean, it, it, 
gives your body a better ability to fight disease and develop immunity, your metabolism, truly everything. And I think I realized that the most when I had a newborn and I wasn't sleeping. You were not okay. No, it's, it's I, you know what? Being a mom is hard. <laughs> Getting no sleep is probably the hardest part of it. I agree. I mean, he it woke up like last night, my son, in the middle of the night for the first time in a very long time. And I am like exhausted today. I mean, it really does impact everything. Your eating decisions. I mean, truly it's, mm-hmm. it's everything. It's so important. I think that's probably the easiest thing we recommend people to like take a step back and look at if they're having a lot of issues losing weight, um, especially moms postpartum. I mean, it's just, it, it helps so mm-hmm. much with, like you said, making, making decisions around everything, food, life decisions, all of that. For sure. And also just like now being a mom, how are you balancing raising your newborn and also just like doing your job? It's a lot. (laughs) Definitely a lot. Moms are superheroes. I feel like I have so much more respect for my mom now. I'm like, how did you do this? It's really, really hard. Um, Amanda has gotten a first look into what it's like to be. I've seen too much. Yeah, you've seen too much. I mean, I yeah, I I had no idea what to expect going into it. I, I didn't realize how much it would like change my life. I went 29 years focusing just on myself and making decisions just for myself. And now you know, from 7.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m., my entire day is focused around my child. So one thing we did recently was we hired a nanny a couple of days a week. So she comes for like five hours, three days a week. And that's just my time to just even be able to like go to the grocery store alone or make an appointment um, or get some work done. It just has been so helpful. Um, And then just leaning on my husband, leaning on my mom who's in town, my mother-in-law, just to be able to like help and take take a step back and go, you know, be my own person for a second. So I'm not really good at asking for help, but that's something I've kind of had to learn in motherhood is that you, you cannot do it all. There's just not enough hours in the day. There's not enough mental capacity to just try and do everything on your own. So I've learned how to reach out to family friends and and ask for help when I need it. Yeah. Well, that's really nice that you have the family that's close by that you can lean on for that as well. We are very, very lucky, and I love my mother-in-law, and we are really close with our mom also. So they've been a huge, huge, huge saving grace. But yeah, it's it's hard. It's a lot. There's, I mean, I I enjoy being busy from sunup to sundown. Truly, I'm weird in that aspect. Like I've always just loved filling my days to the brim. Um, but you just you don't really you don't really get a break. So you kind of have to find ways to continue living your life. And for me, that was hiring a nanny recently. That was like the best thing. It's been great. Right. Yeah. It's been great <laughs> for both, both people. Um, and so do you guys ha- still have jobs outside of like you're creating content in your worker program or is, do you guys do this full time now? I do this full time. I probably went full time when I time like a year ago. Yeah, year I really did like ago. a year ago. I was doing residential real estate when I went full yeah, time. Yeah, when we first started this, we were both in commercial real estate, and I actually still do a bit of commercial real estate. It's definitely not as much of a focus now, especially now that I'm a mom. Like I couldn't have three full time jobs. Um, so yeah, this is this has become pretty much Amanda's full time job, and I would say like seventy five percent of my my full time job. So um, you know, I, I still enjoy real estate, and Amanda still has her license hung, I believe. So yeah. you know, it's something we still love, but fitness and health has always been our number one passion and we've always wanted to find a way to make it our full-time jobs. Yeah, no, that's so awesome. And then Amanda, what, when did you feel ready to fully transition over to this career? Well, this is funny. <laughs> Why? Cause I went a little early. She went a little early. 
But you didn't have any, like, you didn't own a house, you didn't have a kid, no. you know, you, you went so, at the right time. Well, when we were working at the same company, I think we had maybe, like, 5,000 followers. Not that followers are everything, but, like, you do have to have an audience if you want to, whatever, do it full-time. Um, and I quit my job, and I moved back into my parents. And then I became, then I got back into residential real estate, and that was, that was, like, enough to keep my income where I could focus on, like, doing, building Rosie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we signed with a management agency earlier last year, mid last year. And that was really helpful in making this much more of like stable income for us Mm because they just manage all of the brand deals for us. They deal with all the negotiations with brands and that's been super, super helpful. Um, And then we also, obviously we're selling our fitness programs all throughout the last couple of years. And those have been a great source of income for us. And we just transitioned that into the build and burn app. Um, And now that that's like a monthly subscription, that's also become Um, you know, a good part of our income. And that's something that we really want to focus on growing this year. So much. We're so passionate about it. It's so fun. That is awesome. And also just speaking of like brands, what are your guys' favorite workout clothes, brands and everything? Because I love your outfits and all your videos. And I love how you guys like coordinate or like you guys wear the opposite of what each other are wearing. I know. I'm like, is this creepy that I'm 30 years old and I'm still like matching (laughs) my little sister? Like at what point does it become not okay? I think it will always be okay. <laughs> We're going to be like 90 walking on the bridge in Sarasota matching. Hopefully. I hope I will be. Um, Favorite brands. Oh, okay. So Shop Vitality mm-hmm. is one of ours. East Street Balance Athletica. That's definitely one of ours. Mm-hmm. And then Viore. Oh, I just Love. got joggers from Viore. Yes, that's definitely. That's good. Those are probably the two best in terms of like fit and functionality. I mean, there's other brands that I think are cute, but I don't necessarily. There's a lot of brands out there that I just like don't love the fit of their clothes. I mean, something we've never even told anybody is that (laughs) is that we spent a year creating an activewear company and then quit. Yeah, and then we quit. And then we quit. This is like we quit like what six months six months ago. Yeah, so. We've been through the process. We never shared anything, but we will probably share some behind the scenes soon. But hey, this is our here it is, guys. <laughs> when did you de- or why did you decide not to go through with it? Ooh, there were a lot of reasons. So we initially wanted to try and develop things in the United States, um, and just learned that it was way too expensive, which is why every clothing company develops overseas. Um, but we were working with a couple factories in Hong Kong. There was one in Turkey and we just felt like the communication was really hard abroad. I mean, they're like 12 hours ahead. So that was really tough. And then from like a sustainability and, um, like fast, fast fashion perspective, we just didn't really feel good about what we were doing. Our friend had talked about being a conscious consumer and like, that's something we definitely try to be. And kind of felt like our brand wasn't wasn't gonna give us that we were coming out with like fast fashion like yeah new drops like that was our plan it's like and it's hard to um like really look into the factories that we were using so we just didn't really feel good comfortable comfortable about you know the like the um employment conditions that were in some of these factories and it's without going over to china Mm -hmm. um really hand manufacturing it was hard to like actually see behind the hood so we just didn't really feel good about it we put it on pause we do want to come out with a product and we are working on something more in like the supplement space um so that's hopefully launching in 2023 but we we want this to be a product that we stand behind wholeheartedly and believe in and you know know how it's being made 
from start to finish. Totally. That makes a lot of sense. But super exciting about the supplement. That'd be awesome. And it's fun. When you have a product that you're super passionate about, like you'll do anything to make it successful. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We're super excited about it. And then also, I'm also a sister. I'm a sister. I'm the oldest of four, ki- or four kids. I have a younger sister. But I'm just curious, like what is the age difference between you guys? And when did you guys get so close? I'm 24. And I'm 30. So we're six years apart. Um but when did we get close? We have different memories of this, but we were just talking about this. Neither of us have a very good memory of our childhood. I don't know why we had wonderful childhoods. I know. Not- I'm like wondering if it was all fake. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we just have horrible memories. But she was always uh, – growing up, we were in really different life stages. So like when I was in college, she was in middle school. So the difference when you're young for six years is just a lot. So Mm -hmm. she was always like the annoying little sister that would like hide in my closet when I was talking to my boyfriend on the phone and like high school. And I just thought she was definitely annoying. But when you went to college, I think is when we kind of got into the same stage. And that's when we really close. She became my life coach, helped me with my resume, what to do with boyfriends. I know. I feel like it's once you guys can connect on the same thing is when you start to get really close. That's how like me and my sister are. Yeah. How old is your sister? 22. Well, she'll be 22 in like a few days because we're all two years apart. Um, But me and my sister are four years apart. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It's the best though. Now we don't go, we actually, it's embarrassing how often we talk on the phone today. I mean, we're just constantly talking about business and Instagram and all of that. And we probably talk on the phone maybe 10 to 20 times a day. Oh my God. I love that. (laughs) Every day for sure. We live like five minutes from each other. So now it's like, we're inseparable. Yeah. And now that you guys run a business together, how is that? Is it been really easy working together? Ooh, easy? No. We, I think have different strengths. We complement each other really well. And we always say like, we could never do this with somebody else, with anybody else. Even like my husband, I don't think I'd have as good of a working relationship with. Um, so we have really different strengths. So, um, Ashley's like, let's spend all the money in the world. And I'm like, let's spend no money. Yeah. (laughs) But no, she, I'm kind of like more of like finance and Amanda's more of like the marketing creative. So, you know, we just have different different strengths. I mean, yeah, I, I think like it was a learning, yes. a learning curve, but we've learned how to communicate really well. Like she mm-hmm. used to show up late to my house all the time <laughs> and we would get in little like silent fights about that. But now we're, we're pretty good. That's good. We just kind of speak to each other, like honestly and candidly now. Yeah. And it's like, if you're doing something that's bothering me, I'm going to tell you. And you know, we both want this business to thrive and continue to grow. So we're both willing to do whatever it takes to get it there. Totally. And I think that's with family. You guys can be totally honest and it will just like, you'll just get back to normal, like in 20 minutes or something. Um, the last question or the last two questions I have for you guys, the first being, what is your favorite quote or piece of advice? Yes. I just talked about this on Instagram the other day and it's the glass balls and rubber balls analogy. I would like to be clear that I did not make this up. I don't remember where I heard it. I had a bunch of people messaging me being like, wow, that is so inspirational. (laughs) Like, no, I didn't make it up, but I think it's, it's really, like it puts things into perspective. So it's that you have glass balls and you have rubber balls in your life. If the rubber balls drop, they will bounce back. If the glass balls drop, they will break. So you kind of have to figure out what are the rubber balls in your life and what are the glass balls that you never would want to drop. So for me, the glass balls are obviously my family, my marriage, you know, those really important things that I like protect with my life. And those are things that I prioritize, I focus on, I never let them drop. And then there's obviously rubber balls more so like, you know, your job, um, you know, whatever, social media, things 
like that, that if, if something falls to the wayside a little bit, it'll always come back. So I think that that's something I like to, to focus on on a daily basis. Love it. And then the last thing is, what is something you guys do every day that brings you joy? Oh, I was thinking my matcha latte that I make every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I still have yet to try matcha. I've heard such good things. Well, the only reason I have the matcha is because I have really bad heartburn, so I can't have coffee. So if you can have coffee, have the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> have one for me. I love my coffee. For me, I would say it's my daily walks. We're really fortunate here in Florida to have pretty much beautiful weather year round. It's obviously a little warm in the summer, but I try and take my son on a walk every single morning. I always find that he's in a better mood after he gets some sunshine. It's really good for your circadian rhythm and just starting your day off on the right foot. Um, so that's definitely my favorite part of the day. I look forward to it every day. Oh, I love both of those. Well, thank you both for being on today. Before I let you go, if you want to let everyone know where they can find you. Yeah. So I think everywhere, Instagram, TikTok, we are Rosie times two, R-O-S-E-Y and then times two. Yep. And then our app um, is called Build and Burn and you can find it in the app store or you can find it in the Google Play store. And we're also on Instagram. It's at Build and Burn Co. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Yeah. Thank thank you, you, Allie. Allie.